not taking us to court this is a legal disclaimer we're not actually in any legal trouble however we do want you to subscribe to our patreon that's right we have a patreon yeah we have for two dollars a month you get our endless and just loving support we also want to try and upgrade like our cameras and stuff look at jamie check jamie out you see how grainy he is i mean a beautiful face like that needs 4k okay i need 4k we can't upgrade until we have help from you we love putting this on but we need your support for five dollars a month you can access all our behind the scenes footage like us learning how to dance from becky chandler at hattiesburg ballroom and beyond our entire hattiesburg pocket museum inked in the alley experience it's all available on patreon and for a flat rate of fifty dollars we'll write a song about you we wrote one about becky and it goes a little bit like this. My Becky Boo Boo Baby, my Becky Boo Boo Baby, my Becky, my Becky, my Becky Boo Boo Baby, my Becky, my Becky, 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 my Becky, my Becky, my Becky, my Becky Boo Boo Baby, my Becky Boo Boo Baby. It goes on like that. <laughs> it goes on and on like that. Yes. And we'll we'll get as creative as in depth as you want. So make sure you hit us up on Patreon. Make sure you subscribe to our channel here. You can also support us on our Anchor.fm webpage. Or, you know, you could just enjoy. Enjoy. That's pretty much it. We are the Hardy Street Boys. Are we really going to court? I hope not. Gosh. Watch your temper. Oh, watch your temper. We need to hire a lawyer. Maybe Michael Schimper. Watch uh. your temper. Watch your temper. I think we need counsel. We need Michael Schimper. Objection. Yes. I object to having Overruled. Legal no, I object to legal trouble. Yes, okay. That works in court. All right. And then everything goes away. Hardest Street Boys. Hardest Street Boys. The Hardest Street Boys. The Hardest Street Boys. The Hardest Street Boys. Hardest Street Boys. Hardest Street Boys. It's the Hardest Street Boys. Like and subscribe. Well, man, I I wish we could start the show under slightly better circumstances, just because we gotta we gotta talk about Chad Cox, man. Yeah, he got. If you don't know Chad Cox, he's the founder of Mississippi Shakedown, guitarist, singer. Like his story is really awesome. Like he started doing open mics and and then just was like, oh yeah, I'm like kind of really good at this, and you know basically created a group that's been one of the most popular groups in town for years, years for a long time a fixture and he was he was just like skateboarding with his dogs in the avenues yeah i i would frequently drive by and see him he's always letting his dog pull him on his longboard or whatever right. and it's just it's a thing it's, it's all right he this is like an everyday occurrence this is him walking his dogs or running his dogs yeah and somebody avenues. hit him. Hit, somebody hit him in a car and fled the scene. Yeah, hit and, and run. He fractured his hip and fractured his neck, and it's ridiculous, man. Chad and Candace are great people, honest, hardworking Hattiesburgers, and so we really want to support them. So, 
if, if you can, the GoFundMe is in the description below. Uh, I mean, you can't work with that kind of injury. And it's not his fault. Like, it literally is not his fault at all. So we got to be able to make sure we, you know, we got to be able to support each other. We got to take care of each other because otherwise this all this becomes rather pointless. So we want you to support Chad. Hit him up on the GoFundMe. Um, and then also, if you if you text and drive, first of all, no one's getting an emergency text message. There's no reason to text and drive. As someone who runs on the streets of this town, it's getting really dangerous and really scary. I see the tops of way too many people's heads when they're behind a, you know, a motor vehicle. I, I just hope people, like, just don't drive distracted, and let's take care of each other, man. So if you can support, please do. Chad, Candice, uh, our thoughts and our prayers are with you. Send any positive energy and um, man, get better soon. And, and if we can help, let us know. So, oh, switching gears. Yeah, <laughs> um, man, how was your how was your week this past week? Man, it was uh, it was a lot. It was, it was it was nice. It was a good week. Yeah, what'd you get up to? Well, I had to work as normal, mm -hmm. but uh, this weekend are we talking about? The, I can talk about the weekend a little bit. I got I got pretty well. Look, I just last time I asked you about New Orleans, and you're like, no, 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 pump the brakes. So I know you worked this week. There wasn't a bunch of crazy stuff going on this week. I mean, I I did week two of verses, but that's all I really got. Um, the weekend was where it was at. Yeah, it was a low key week, but the weekend, like, yeah, Saturday was. Was jamming. Yeah, we were at Inked in the Alley, Hattiesburg Pocket Museum. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that was gonna go. I wasn't either. And it was, I was delightfully surprised. I had a great time. It was so much fun. So many people. So I, I also wasn't really sure. I was like, are people getting tattooed in the alley? Like that is like so many health code violations. Like how's that gonna work? But that's not what it was. Yeah, there was a door with a hole in it where people could. Uh, <laughs> stick their arm in and for a dollar they could get a temporary tattoo so yeah that was i know cool. a lot of people hit that up yeah there's the line was long yeah. it was cool actually just driving in seeing you know they blocked the street off in front of the sanger just seeing people it was like we're back right are we back we're back you know it felt great just getting to you know see everybody out and about yeah and we were we were together we were going to judge a tattoo competition which i wasn't really sure how that was going to go and then as the event started to, I guess, uh, get closer, they were like, oh, this is an actual, people are going to be showing us tattoos, and we will be judging them. Right. Well, and do you have tattoos? I don't have tattoos. I don't either. I appreciate tattoos. Yeah, they're cool. I, I have friends who are tattoo artists, and I would sometimes go to their shops and just watch them work. I mean, it's it's quite amazing. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's the I, I wasn't sure if we were just going to be judging like artwork done by different artists. But it was actually like people came up and showed us their tattoo, and we judged what the there was a color tattoo category, was color tattoo. There was a black and gray, right? And then there was the funniest category, which like hilarity, which is really like especially somebody who doesn't have tattoos. It's like, do you want me to make? It's not me making fun of it, but I was a little nervous about it because I was like, I don't, I don't really, yeah, I don't know how to go about that. Yeah, know? but it was it ended up being awesome. I tell you what, it was hilarious. Like Abby Allen was the other judge with Dave Allen and, Dave who, Allen. and they both have tattoos and they are, you know, I, yeah. they were kind of they knew people there already. The people I knew were were T.Y. Um, and J.C., uh, the DJs for the day. Yeah. And I, I didn't know a ton of other people there. And it was funny when they you were emceeing. So we didn't even get to judge together. But yeah, when you I got to say you introduced everyone. Abby Allen. <sighs> 
Dave Allen. And Drew Wooten of the Hardy Street Boys. Crickets. Nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, dude, it's all right. I it, it, it actually was it was hilarious. Yeah, I kind of lucked out, and uh, you got to be the judge on behalf of both of us, and I didn't have to do any uh, actual judging. I was just uh, the MC for the moment. So. I had to write numbers down. I was, you know, when you do group work as a kid, you always are like, I'm not taking notes. You take notes. You know, yeah. I had to take notes. Exactly. But it was it was it, it was, was still, really cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That so who put that on? That was the, the it's the Pocket Museum, but it's what the Hattiesburg Convention Commission. Okay. It's the people who run the Sanger Theater as well as like the Hattiesburg Zoo, the African American Museum. Right. Uh, they do a lot. You know, the Convention Commission. They also have multi-purpose center. Uh, not the multi right? but the Convention Center. Oh, Convention Center. Got yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, because I saw saw Salem. He was he was talking about the different events they have coming up. I think they're gonna have Sister Hazel. Yeah, uh, at, the, at the lawn. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. That's yeah. coming up soon. So keep your keep your eyes peeled for that one. That'll be great. Yeah, but yeah, I, I it was fun. I the funniest tattoo was the Aloha monkey. Yeah, this guy had a monkey that uh, was and quite so, interesting. So the O, it's the monkey is bent over, and the O of Aloha is the monkey's. You yeah. know, yeah, the, yeah uh, exactly. His exit strategy. Exactly. So Things that he has say, that on. Oh. Yeah, he has that on his arm, like right here. Yeah. Forever. Was, yeah. That's a good for you, man. Yeah, man. It was a big hit with yeah. the with the comedy uh, humor. I part. always I always wanted tattoos, like because I was born Chinese Year of the Dragon. I'm a Taurus. If anyone cares, they don't. But it's especially at that tattoo place, then no one <laughs> no one cares. But it those would be sick tattoos. A yeah. dragon and a bull. Like, yeah. the problem is, I just have never been able to, I'm so indecisive, you know, where, like, I think six months out of the year, I'd love it, and then six months out of the year, I would absolutely hate it. And I was telling Dave Allen that, and he goes, that's about how it feels sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I was, now, I was Dave, like, man, that's such an intense decision, I guess, you know? Yeah, Dave has some really cool sleeves. Yeah. And we were talking about it, and he was like, back when he got his sleeve tattoos, tattoos weren't as popular as they are today. Right. And I kept thinking, you know, of course, I'm a little younger than Dave. Uh, not by much, but me wanting to be different would was deciding to like, you know, everybody's getting tattoos these days. Mm -hmm. I just think I'm not going to get tattoos. That, and I feel like there's a significance. I want to get a tattoo that's meaningful or something. So I just haven't had, you know, enough reason to get one, but I definitely appreciate them. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it, you do kind of stand out a little bit more. Like getting my ears pierced for me was my thing where, because I can take them out for work. Um, and I did. I do want to get if one. I I'll probably get sleeves in my forties. I'm gonna so? wait. Well, because the tattoos I would have gotten when I was twenty, I'm so glad I didn't get them. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, I'll probably like when I'm forty or something. You know, when I'm just I don't know what I'll be doing. I'll be like hanging out with Elon Musk in a cyber truck, maybe and maybe you know just independently wealthy for no reason. Then I'll get the the tattoos. Yeah. But it you know. The thing is, there's all kinds of people who have tattoos, and that was what was really fun about it. There was a uh, a lady who came up. She had her uh, her rainbow llama on her arm, and she was explaining like the meaning behind it. You know, her it was for her kids, and it was this whole like, you know, you see tattoos that it, you think superficially about them, maybe if you're not in that community. But then her telling me about like how it meant so much to her. And her her children. Oh yeah, it was like okay, this is like, yeah. There's a there's a reverence. I understand why that community is so tight knit. 
Oh, because you... there's and there's all kinds of people. I'm t- I'm yeah. joking about having tattoos on my arm, you know, for work or whatever. But there's there's all kinds of uh of, of professionals who are who are tatted up. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have the same stigma it used to have. Oh yeah, I've got I've, one of my f- best friends from high school. He's got some amazing uh, tribute tattoos to his some fa- some family members that have mm. passed, and it's 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 so beautiful to mm-hmm. see. It's just you know in memoriam kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I used to watch that show Miami Ink back in the day. Like it's it's amazing to hear the stories behind people's tattoos too. Right. You know, like to get that backstory, and there's a lot of meaningful. Uh, I don't know. It, it's just it's it's pretty amazing to see. Yeah, it's it's cool, and I really appreciate uh, everybody there being so welcoming and accepting of us. You know, not really being part of the, <laughs> the uh, the community. I guess everybody was super cool, and uh, it was so much fun. You oh, know? Yeah. it's cool. You can see the you can actually see the whole competition on our Patreon. Yeah, so if you want to watch the judging and the and the all the fun behind the scenes from our trip to the Ink in the Alley, check out check us out on Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Five bucks a month. Yeah, hook us up a little bit, you know? We're going to be relentless with that promotion. Please. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, what else? Well, uh, we went to the brewery afterwards. That was a fun little trip. It's becoming a weekly thing, and I'm not mad about it. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. It was. It just feels like we're back. Yeah. You know, I understand that we're still on the tail end of this whole pandy thing, but, man, it's awesome. Yeah, I actually, I don't know if I told you that I went and got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine this past weekend. Yeah, I know. I'm jealous because you're yeah. one and done. One and done. I still have to go get my second one in April. Yeah. So. Fingers crossed there's not going to be any weird other variations or strains, but yeah, one are, and done for... Are you your know, Wi-Fi signals stronger now? Man, I can hear colors. You have 5G, <laughs> you have 5G now? Yeah. That's awesome. I had some weird dreams last night. But can you control birds? Not yet. With your we're, mind? We're starting to work on that. See, I don't know. The internet might have they been wrong about that. After like thirteen that. days, I should have better control of birds. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. If you don't get vaccinated, I mean, yeah, you're not gonna be able to control birds with your mind. Exactly. You'll so. get way better Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, man, I, I we're forgetting this. This is a, this was a big deal this week. Uh, we got our merch in. Yeah. You know, I'm excited about the shirt, the coffee mugs. I, dude, I, I, uh, I actually washed it in the. In the washing machine, like the super hot thing. In the and dishwasher, the, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, dishwasher. I know. I yeah. know words. Yeah. I know words, okay? Uh, <laughs> and, dude, everything's everything looks great. It's double-sided. Yeah. Shout out to our friend Matt McClure, who hooked it up with that cool logo of us. Man, he did such a great job. Yeah. This is like, we've gotten so many nice compliments about it, too. Yeah. Yeah, so if you want any of our merch, be sure to go to our website, thehardystreetboys.com. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. lit. It's great. We got yeah. t-shirts and all kinds of And it ships nets. right to you. You don't have to I mean, it's it's super easy, very convenient. But yeah, that was that was another big thing this week. And then uh yeah, we oh, and then we also we ate at El Rio on Saturday night. That was fun. Yeah. Um I like some the, mar- the some good marks. The number 10 nachos, is that what it's called? The number 10 the number 10 can nachos. Number 10 can, but 10 is spelled E N, right? I think it's the actual number ten. Like that's the size of the can. That they, so, so confusing to me. It's kind of weird. Number. 10. It's also made of tin, but it's like, I don't know. It's so, a it's a can of nachos that's layered up in the can, and then they shimmy the can off. Yeah, it's like a hollow tube. Yeah, that was good. And they're delicious. It, th- that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And they were hopping, man. It was like El Rio, man. They they stay hopping. Once again, 
Are we back? Are we? We're back. Feels like it. We're back. Let's go. Let's go. So, man. Well. Yeah. Should we? Is Becky oh, in the oh. green room or what are we doing? Becky is in the green room, but you see, my student Henry, he uh, defaced a book. He defaced. He was like, "Yeah, I had this Hardy Boys book just chilling at the house," and he wrote in Jamie and Drew, and then he also added Street. So this was pretty cool. Like. We just want to thank everybody for the support, man. Yeah. This is pretty. This is pretty. It's like I appreciate it, but also I'm like, please don't deface books. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just like, this. This like a, that's a, it could be like I don't know. Defacing this was perfectly acceptable. Okay. I think it was, man. It's pretty cool. It's it's fun getting to do this, man. So, uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's time we bring Becky on. All now. right. After this short break, these words from our sponsors. People only do things because they get paid, and that's just really sad. I hate it when people sell out, you know? Wow. Hey, Becky Boo Boo Baby. Hello. <laughs> Rubber Baby Becky Boo Boo Baby Bumpers. Mm-mm. Sorry, okay. that turns down. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so, how are you today, Becky? I'm pretty good. How about you? Have you ever had an intro like that before? Uh, like a song about me? Yes. Um, no. On I a ha- talk show. I have not. That's the first. This is the first it time. It is the first. That's awesome. It's my new favorite song. Be- Becky, but all the kids are singing it. Becky they will be. Baby. My Becky Boo Boo Baby. Yeah, it's it's that's a. My name I don't know if that's creepy or not. It's a bop. All the kids that's are singing it. That's my name for Becky. It's a bop. That is your name for me. That's true. Yeah. So. It was awesome getting to dance with you today. We got to go by your studio. We did. What we were did. your What are your immediate like takeaway thoughts? That if we had a little more time, you guys really could have nailed it. The moonwalk. I wish I was better at. I'm well, a- I mean, that's gonna take a little practice. I told Jamie, I was like, you guys should practice and then come back and film another little thing. Well, showing how much you've improved with all the practice you've had. The salsa thing. I'm okay with not being good at. Okay. I don't know why. The but the moonwalk I well, took because that's personally. way cooler than salsa. Well, in some it depends. Some I guess that's I, yeah. I don't know. I just I really want to be good at the moonwalk. I mean, I feel like everybody does. If yeah, you were it, ever a fan of Michael Jackson, you want to be good at the moonwalk. Oh, I used to watch that movie he had. Uh, it was like a music. It was all of his music videos mm-hmm. put together. I used to watch that like once a week. It was crazy. Was it called "This Is It"? And I hate to say those words to you because I feel like you're going to start singing. This is it. There it is. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think maybe I can't remember. But it was. It had that. Just leave me alone. It had uh-huh. that song on that there. That's my favorite Michael Jackson that's a song. Good one. Because it's a shuffle, which is much like Huey Lewis in the news. Where no one knows, I still stand by that statement. No one knows any of the lyrics to that song except for "This Is It." They just know "This Is It." That's how it is. This is it. Wow. So (laughs) that inside joke, yeah, it's it's never gonna go away. It's never gonna go away, and that was one really fun night, honestly. Yeah, it was fun getting to dance and uh, salsa. I wasn't great at the. What was the? I felt like I could do the best. Was burlesque. Burlesque. Mm-hmm. And the pom poms with burlesque. I know that's frowned upon in the burlesque community. Well, I don't know if it's frowned upon. It's just another prop. Oh. You were just getting creative with it. 
So burlesque can be whatever you want it to be. Okay, so this is Which, what I'm, again something I'm nervous to say to you. Exactly, and so <laughs> and this is you regretting it right now. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> me and Jamie are gonna we want to do a burlesque routine, but it's it's crawfish based. Yes, we, where, where we get out of a crawfish pot. Is one of you cooking and the other one? I don't know. Like, or are you both ingredients in the pot? It's yeah. a lot to think about. Well, like, how does that work when you're trying to do stuff for burlesque? If somebody comes up with an idea, they go like, like Amanda Robertson goes, okay, I have a concept. Mm -hmm. How do you then cast it? And how does it go from one person having, having an idea to what you see on the stage? Sorry, stage. Stage. Um, so usually when we're putting together a show, Abby and I get together and just listen to a bunch of music and see whatever sparks an idea. And depending on what time of year it is, like if it's Halloween, we're looking for Halloween numbers, obviously. Mm -hmm. But if it's a spring, we can do pretty much whatever we want. Like our last one was supposed to be an 80s prom. Mm -hmm. That never happened because of coronavirus. We were two weeks out from the show. Dang. Yeah, it really sucked. But um, we get together and we listen to music and we pick numbers and who we think would do well in those numbers. Like, Because most of the time, our girls, if you are, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Like, we always know Whitney's going to do a certain type of number. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a certain type of number. Amanda's going to do a certain type of number. Like, you, everybody has kind of their niche. Mm -hmm. um, and so we can kind of listen to a song and be like, oh, I see this person doing that song. Right. But then sometimes the girls come to us and they say, hey, I've always wanted to dance to this. Or I really like this song and you should do it as a trio with this person, this person, and this person. So sometimes we just listen to what they have to say, too. So it's it starts with the music and then it's more based on it's more personality based. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then sometimes it starts with an act. Like if somebody said, "Hey, I want to do a crawfish number," I would just listen to whatever music I could and Zydeco. Zydeco sometimes. Uh, but not necessarily. We, we don't have, accordion. Yeah, we don't have one of those accordion players. I'd want it to look like a Benny Hill episode where like uh, so somehow a sped bit. up. Yeah. Okay, so not. You think me and Jamie are going to do a serious crawfish <laughs> bit at a burlesque show? <laughs> He's going, yeah. he goes, this is yes. art. Like I want to. I'm the potato. Michael Ginn is usually the comedic. I'd want to be. The, I'd be like. Number. I'd be like Job from Arrested Development. We demand to be taken seriously. Yeah. In in crawfish attire. Outfits. Yeah. So how did that brings me to my next point with burlesque? How do you want it to be viewed? Do you, is it something like it's something very serious to you? But you can yeah. do. You can be hum, humorous. You can be. You could be serious. I've seen all different types of numbers at those shows. How do you view it? I mean, I think it's a place for everything. I don't think it has to be one or the other. But, yes, it is something serious to me. It's something serious to Abby. It's something serious to the people that are in it because it is something that they take time out of their day to practice and do. Mm -hmm. And they enjoy doing it. It's a, it's a hobby, but it's right. really fun. Um, How many man hours go into a show? Oh God. <laughs> a ton. We usually rehearse on Wednesdays and Sundays, Wednesday evenings from like 8.30 till about 10.30. Mm -hmm. And then Sundays, we usually start around noon and go till like 3 or 4, mm -hmm. depending on the day. Like we'll split it up so everybody doesn't have to be there the whole time. So it'll be like this number from 1 to 2 and this number from 2 to 3. And for how many weeks before a show? Usually eight weeks. Sometimes longer, depending on how elaborate we're trying to get. Like if we have a lot of costumes and props to deal with. That usually is a little bit longer. But we learn all the group stuff first. Because the way we structure a show is we usually do the numbers with everybody in them, 
the opener and closer of the first act, the opener and closer of the second act. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we just sprinkle in solos, duos, trios, small groups, tap. Yeah. So, and then how does it work with set design? Because we, we kind of poached your guys, Tom, Tom and Les, they (laughs) built this for us. And it was, it's so, I mean, it's so awesome. I can't, I can't get over it really. Like you can say, I think I want to wear a hat that has snakes coming out of it. And then the next rehearsal, you have like this paper mache, like majestic (laughs) crown of serpents that you can just like wear and it never falls off. And you're great. Yeah, they're they're kind of they're next level. Actually, we saw them at the Pocket Museum yesterday at the Inked in, in Inked in the Alley, and they had ideas for how we could spruce the setup. And they, I feel like they're just wheels Constantly, are always turning. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Well, and sometimes we don't even ask for stuff. Tom will just say, "Les and I have been talking, or we worked on this, and we think this would look good." Or they'll just make like a prototype of something and say, "What do you think about these colors or yeah. this for the stage?" And it's just like, "Yes, it's perfect. Do whatever you want forever." This table was that. They're like, "Yeah, we know you didn't ask for it, but here this it's adjustable. Mm-hmm. It's a height. The height's adjustable. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful table." I have a piece that they made for me and it's a it's round and it has a stake that goes in the ground and it can fold up. But when you flip it up, you can put two wine glasses in it and a bottle of wine. It's got like little holes drilled on the top. Oh, nice. So it's but it sticks in the ground. You can sit it next to your chair at live at 5. I can't wait for I can't wait. I know for that. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Didn't it feel like yesterday, like getting to hang out at the Pocket Museum and then uh, at, at SoPro? Didn't mm-hmm. it kind of feel like we're back? Yes and no. I'm very cautious about it because mm-hmm. I'm just afraid that if we try to do too much at once, all of a sudden it's gonna shut down again. Right. So, but yesterday did feel like kind of a normal day because me and Brittany Purvis and excuse me, Brittany Vassar. Yeah, yeah. And Jesse, her husband, and yeah. um, our friend Catalina, we went to the estate sale in the morning, K&D estate sale. Mm-hmm. And then we went and had breakfast at the Porter, and then we went to Ink in the Alley, and then I met you guys at Sopra. Yeah. So yeah. it was a, a day. It's a solid Saturday. Yeah, it was good. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed just seeing, it's. we got a lot of cool people here. Yes. And that's absolutely. the other thing, we're supposed to be around people, mm-hmm. especially I think this People who are attracted to performing, mm-hmm. you need people even more. Yeah, you know, you need to be seen by other people. So that, I really it's like enjoy Tinkerbell. That. You have to have applause, or you're gonna die. That's <laughs> it's that's like literally that. what happens. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't wait. That's a rule for Tinkerbell. Yeah. Wait, what? Well, you know they always clap. Uh huh. Yeah, she dies if you don't clap. Oh my gosh, I didn't. Or like, I think it's I don't, one of the movies where she like kind of passes out, or you got her clap. light goes out, and they like clap until she comes back. I didn't, dude. I loved Peter Pan. I never. Yeah, she needs applause to live. Man, dude, Tinkerbell's kind of heavy, bro. That's yeah. That's she's an a lot. She's got an attitude. She's extra. Clap or I die. She's extra. That's intense. Well, so you went to an estate sale because you've, it, and that's part of how you've kind of pivoted during the pandemic. Miss mm-hmm. Hattie's Vintage. Miss Hattie's Vintage, you, right next door. You're literally right out of right out of frame, right there. Mm-hmm. All your stuff's there. So how did how did you How'd that start? Um, I have always liked really old things. Like, I live in an old house. <laughs> I buy any and everything I can secondhand. I like new stuff, too. But I just like the history behind things. And I like older clothes because I feel like they were really made well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't wear them now. So, like, when you see that one piece that somebody has on, it's like, that's really cool. Where'd you get it? And it's like, well, you can't get it because this is the only one. Yeah. Which... You know. It's exclusive. It is exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you feel very special. That's so cool. um, I've worn stuff for a long time. And then, of course, I haven't worn anything like that during the pandemic because I haven't gone anywhere. Right. <laughs> like, T-shirts and shorts all the time. Right. Um, 
but yeah, people were always asking me where I got stuff, and finally, I just started amassing things to get rid of and sell. So. So how do they, if somebody wanted some, like if I wanted a vintage suit to, to make it look like I was going to court in the 70s, yes. how would I get in touch with you? Um, Instagram is the best way to do it. Miss Hattie's Vintage on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. And that's in the description below. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, like what kind of, what's your, like your hottest items right now that you have People available? love windbreakers and mm -hmm. I have um, some of those coming out in April. Mm -hmm. Like what? You know, April 25th. What's that? Just the day for a light jacket. You ever seen Miss Congeniality? Yes. When she's like, what's what's your perfect date? The idea of your perfect date? And she's okay. like, yeah. April 25th. Because oh it's not too gosh. hot and it's not too cold. I, All you need is a light jacket. Yeah. So I we're going to. I love Sandy B. My only bone I have to pick with that movie is that we're supposed to just believe Sandra Bullock is ugly in the beginning. Yeah. Like, no. come on. It's like, wow, she has her give hair in a ponytail. Me, give me, that's, <laughs> give me a break. But that was a simpler time when you could just, you know, put glasses on. Like, and yeah. It's that, like, oh, she's ugly. It's takes like, the oh. glasses off and she's beautiful now. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. It's very stupid. So Miss Hattie's Vintage, that's cool that you're, you're doing that and, and, and it's cool how people find a way regardless. How have you been doing not having shows, right? You because you, I know you're still doing classes at the yeah. at the uh, at the studio Hattiesburg Ballroom and beyond. Um, what's that looked like this past year? Um, this past year has actually been not awful. It has not been full speed ahead, obviously, because usually the way that we do it, we started with ballroom, and I also offer like cardio dance, um, adult tap. Mm -hmm. We have some burlesque stuff, so we have classes that you can t attend as a solo person. Mm -hmm. um, but the partner dance classes, you typically could come to those if you did not have a partner, because the way we do it is uh, put all the uh, leaders on one side, the followers on the other. You learn your part, you meet with whoever's across from you, and you dance, and then the followers rotate. So everybody in class gets to dance with everyone else. Now, if you come with a partner and you don't want to do that, you have the option not to. We'll just stick you on the end and people will skip you, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, but we haven't been able to do that because we don't want people just touching each other and then going and touching another person. That's right. kind of the whole point of like not doing it. Right. Uh, so you, what I have done is I've still continued private lessons, mm -hmm. which is typically couples that come in and I can be on the other side of the room and still give instruction because I don't necessarily have to touch them for that. Right. But they are with a person that they have lived with or been in their bubble, I guess. Right, right. Uh, and in classes, you have to have a partner. Mm -hmm. We do not rotate. You have to wear a mask. Mm. Limited number of people in the class. Okay. So that's kind of how it's been. I've had the classes that I have been doing that are partner dance classes are people that have danced with me since before the pandemic. And so it's, it's the same people over and over. It's been the same people in every class that I've had since this time last year. Right. But but are there spots available for people um, who want to get into it? I am going to start a beginner class in May on Monday nights. I'm not sure if it's going to be 6.30 or 7.30 yet. i got to work out some scheduling stuff. But what I am going to do is on April 10th, I believe it is, that's the second Saturday in April, um, I'm going to do like a date night where you can sign up for your class, bring your partner. I think it's a max of six couples. You get an hour to learn a dance and like 15 to 20 minutes after to practice. Mm -hmm. And then that class will be the class that will be offered in May. So if okay. you want to sign up in May for that class, you can do it for a discounted rate that night. Oh, nice. So you can go ahead and get, so you can like sample the class, sign up that night, your spot's booked. Oh, that's For the cool. following month. And I'm going to continue to do that from this point forward. So second Saturday is going to be date night. Second Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I have um, something worked out with the Porter where if you are taking that class, 
and you go over there to have dinner or drinks before or after, they will have a list of who's in the class and you can get their happy hour prices and like half price appetizers. Love the Porter too. It's a great, it's great. spot. Makes you feel like you're in the city for yeah. real. I love that place. Okay, that's cool. And then you also, are you still offering booty camp stuff? Because we, you know, when we did the burlesque dance, you mm -hmm. know, it was fun. I was going like, how do you content? How would you do this if you wanted to do it regularly? Yeah. Um, booty camp, we usually meet on Wednesdays. And this session is closed. We just had our first meeting last week. And right. that, again, is a cap number. Everybody wears their mask. Right. Social distancing. Right. All that jazz. So the next one probably will not start until, I think we talked about June, late May, early June. Okay. Because we typically run it for six weeks. You get like four weeks to learn dances, create costume pieces. We have a one extra rehearsal, and then we film. And we do it here in this building, back in the warehouse. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And so that when you film, that's stuff you're releasing on your Hattie's Burlesque Patreon. Patreon. We're doing it on Patreon. Um, and then we will also release one version of it publicly. Okay. Got you. So people need to it's people need to mm -hmm. check out your Patreon though to get the full yeah. the full effect. They absolutely do. And that link is also in the description. The way that we do the public one is we have a private Facebook group with the girls and whoever when we video it, we send it to that private group. Mm. And then they can decide what they want to do with it from there. So if they want to share it, they can. Gotcha. It just kind of puts it in their hands. Right. Because well, we cool. do have people that want to do it, and they're like, well, I don't want to be online because my job, or I don't want certain people to see it. Not that they're doing anything salacious, but it's like it's something for them, mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily want everyone to see that they're taking a dance class. Right. So um, we do we film two versions, one with people that don't mind being online, mm -hmm. one with people that don't necessarily, so they can have their own private version of the video to show to whoever, right. but they don't necessarily have to have it online. And we also don't tag anyone, so. Right. Oh, so so if it's, if you want to just do it for yourself, you don't have to really be yeah. concerned about putting your business out there. Yes. That's You don't have to be in the video. You can just come and take the class. Right. See, that's, that's where I, like, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I'm performance material. So, but maybe I'd want to like just dance and have fun. Yeah. That's, I think that. We think, have had people though that come in and they're like, I don't know if I want to be in a video. I just want to do this to like meet people and like right. enjoy myself. And by the time it gets there, they're like, well, I think I will do it. Right. Like, cause they get around <laughs> it and they get excited yeah. and like their friends are, cause they'll ask like, are you doing it? Are you doing it? And everybody in the class is like, sure. So. Well, and, and the social aspect of Hattie's Burlesque, I feel like that's a really tight knit group because you get to go through something together yes. and then you're the adrenaline of putting on a show mm -hmm. and like, I mean, you're, you're out there, you know, mm -hmm. you're really, there's nowhere to hide. Mm -hmm. That's got to be kind of a galvanizing thing. Is that something that the girls talk about yes, ever? Absolutely. That's like one of the main things we talk about. And that's something that Abby and I have both discussed at length with our regular, we call them the OG cast, the OG cast and people that are coming in to do booty camp. We have people that say all the time, like, how do we audition to be members of, of the original cast? Mm hmm well, we kind of stopped doing auditions because everybody that comes in, nobody wants to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's leaving. And we can't just have a cast of like 50 people. It's going to be insane. Because not only are we keeping up with the cast, we're also keeping up with the band and like all the tech folks. And it just gets to be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so we try to keep the number small. There's not a set one, but like we, we can tell when it's starting to feel like too much. Mm -hmm. um, so what we have devised is this plan for booty camp where you get the experience, but you're not necessarily in the cast. Mm -hmm. But when people come to do this booty camp, 
we see how they are on stage. We see how they are under pressure. We see, like, do you do well in class but not on stage? Or do you do well on stage but you struggle learning it in class? Like, can you pull it out once you get there? Right. Um, but the biggest thing is how how do you, like, blend with a group of people? Like, mm. are you there and you're cool and you're fun and enjoying yourself? Or are you there and you're being drama the whole time? Mm. And I hesitate to even say that, but there are right. people that are just a little... A little nervous. Well, there's so there's a lot of trust that goes into it, and I think that's why y'all are so tight. Is if you you have to if you demand that, yeah, you know, you kind of you're not gonna you're not gonna be very uh, how do I put this? You're not gonna be very lackadaisical in your friendship either. Yeah, you know, so that's why that's why it's cool to see you know y'all are. That's yeah. cool to see. It's cool to see, especially now after this past year we've had where you start really appreciating being around other people and how important that is. Mm -hmm. Stuff like Hattie's Burlesque is like, you need stuff like that. Yeah. I love anybody who's going to be passionate about anything and, and pour them their whole selves into it. It's really beautiful. Yeah. So. Well, and that's what we ask of them when they, anytime you enter into any of it, it's like, you just got to be all in. Yeah. And if you're a little bit hesitant, that's fine. But if it's one of those things where it's going to hold you back from really having the full experience... It's probably not something that you're ready to do yet. Right, right. Well, it's cool that you offer all those different classes, and there's so many different ways to get involved, maybe not in burlesque, but just in dance mm -hmm. and getting to meet people, be social, be downtown in a cool place. Uh, one thing I love about your studio is you got that big window, and it's That's right off of Pine Street. It. I love it. It's, it's, it's just like it just makes yeah. you feel cooler. And if you watch that video of us trying to moonwalk, we weren't cool. <laughs> you were cool. We weren't. I, Jamie was I doing pretty go well. That far. I was not very cool, but I felt cool because it was just a fun. Yeah. It's just a fun environment. It mm -hmm. was just. It was just a blast. So. Well, and all of the other teachers that I have, I don't necessarily call them staff because everybody that works in my space is an independent contractor. So mm -hmm. I, I don't hire them, but they come in and they pay me to use my space. Right. Of course, I want to make sure it's a good fit first. Right. But they all have their own separate classes and people that follow their classes but they're all burlesque girls mm. so like i teach all my ballroom stuff um the only one that's not a burlesque girl is our ballet teacher but abby does booty camp with me amanda robertson teaches cardio dance uh at 5 30 on wednesdays and kimmy paola teaches another cardio dance class on tuesdays at 5 30 She's like famous on TikTok right now too. <laughs> She's so crazy. I, I, she, I, she is, and it's so funny to hear her talk about it. The doorbell cam thing uh -huh. where the kid was playing ding dong ditch and she caught him. It's like you that's know who genius. the kid was. Nuh uh. Cash Puckett. Oh. They caught him <laughs> because she started talking to Allison and Chris, and they realized that it was him. And so it's just been it's been a big oh. like funny joke between all of them. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's cameras everywhere. I just like that she caught this kid and then like started so talking funny. to her friends and like, oh, it's your kid. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And it's got like that's <laughs> crazy. So well, Becky, this was awesome getting to sit down and talk to you. It was fun. Um it's just great hanging out with you. Our neighbor. I didn't even really realize that you yeah. were our art center neighbor. So yeah. but uh, I think, you know, this is kind of becoming a tradition now. Where Jamie's gonna play his Becky Boo Boo baby uh, beat, uh -huh. and then on top of it, we're gonna just announce upcoming events. Okay. So after the break, Becky Boo Boo baby plus upcoming events. I'll have to choreograph a dance to that to the Becky Boo Boo baby. Heck yeah. Hardest street boys. Are we in Burlesque? Hardest street boys. We're in Burlesque. We did it. The hardest.
just like, oh, oh, what's coming up? What's, what, what, what? My Becky Boo Boo Baby, my Becky Boo Boo Baby, my Becky Boo Boo Baby. Don't feel pressured. You don't have to rap yeah, or anything. This makes me very nervous. So you can just look. I'll go first. I'm going to do okay. live at five. So the last three Fridays in April, that's live at five. I don't rhyme things. I just like to say things to a rhythm because it makes me feel slightly cooler. What's going at Hattiesburg Ballroom? When are beginner classes? Hi, I'm a beginner dancer. How can I get slightly fancier? May, Mondays, maybe 6.30? Maybe 6.30. Maybe 6.30. Maybe 6.30. Hey, you got an Instagram we can follow, like available to the public, maybe? Several. Several. Miss Hattie's Vintage mm -hmm. for the suit so Michael Schemper can take us to court. To fight yes. off the juice guys. The juice we guys. Your support. <laughs> Main squeeze juice wants to take us to court. Not um, really. For legal reasons, we are in no legal trouble. Watch your disclaimer. Temper. We're hiring so Michael Schimper. And so it's Hattie's Vintage. Hattiesburg Ballroom and Beyond. Hattiesburg Ballroom and Beyond. Hattie's Burlesque. Hattie's Burlesque. They also have a Patreon. Follow their Patreon. Also, our Patreon. Go to Patreon. Patreon. Have we said Patreon enough? Patreon. Patreon. Check the Patreon counter. How many Patreon. times have we said it this we episode? Keep it cool, like free. We need a little graphic. It's there. Counts. Mm -hmm. Patreon. 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 If we say Patreon, Patreon one more time, we will turn into pumpkins. Ready? Here we go. And pa Patreon. Patreon. It didn't happen. Patreon. Patreon. Still human. Patreon. Becky Boo Boo Baby. Becky Boo Boo Baby. We got Sister Hazel's gonna be at the lawn. What is that? Into April? It's May. They got it going yeah. on. April they got down at the lawn. Down at the lawn, Sister Hazel. I think they rescheduled that going tank on. show as well. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either, but you can follow them on, what is it, Hattiesburg Convention Commission? The uh, Hattiesburg Convention Commission. Yeah. Uh, Singer I think Theater. the actual venue has a separate the lawn, Instagram. The lawn. The lawn at Lake Terrace. We got downtown crawfish jam May 22nd. Down, so exciting. Crawfish jam. Live at five coming back. Live at five. Live at five. Live at last free Fridays of April. Live at Fiv. Live at Fiv. We're live in for Live at Fiv. Is the first one? Royal yeah. Horses local band. Yeah. Kelby Shemp. Kelby Shrimp. Also have a space in this building. Yeah. Kenny Paul Man booked it. He makes beers at the Porter. They're delicious. Delicious beer. Kenny Paul Man. Becky Boo Boo Baby. Becky Boo Becky Baby. Becky Boo Becky 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 getting to actually just hang out with our friends. Make sure you support Chad Cox, right? Send positive messages, help help support our own. We need to take care of each other as Hattiesburgers. Uh, we love you, Chad and Candace. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, subscribe. Follow Hattie's Burlesque, Miss Hattie's Vintage, Hattiesburg Ballroom and Beyond. Check out their Patreon, check out our Patreon. 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 There it is. We love you, we appreciate you. Have a good day. Day, night, depends on when you're watching this. Clap off. No. <laughs>
That's it. I told him specifically, do not make me sing or rap. 